0: Or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today.
1: This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. And as you know, if you've been tuning in, Small Biz Florida is on the scene at the annual FLAGLE conference here in Orlando. FLAGLE is the Florida Association of Government Guaranteed Lenders. I am Tom Kindred, and uh, we've got with us now... A, uh, a very helpful resource. Uh, lots of folks, uh, when they get involved in entrepreneurship and small business, they look at franchises. It is an excellent opportunity for an individual to get involved in a small business. Yep. Uh, we have the conversation quite often with clients. And we've got with us right now Mr. Paul uh, Santamaro, who serves as the Director of Lending and Risk Products at a company called Fran Data. Ah, uh, Paul, welcome to Small Biz Florida.
2: Thank you, Tom. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I I love what you guys do. Um, it's <laughs> very interesting, and um, uh, we're going to start to leverage what you do. But let's um let's as we always do, uh, Paul, start with a little bit of your background, maybe your pathway uh, to
2: Fran Data. It's it's actually a small business story. Um, I started out as an entrepreneur. I owned a small taxi business in a little town in Pennsylvania called Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. Went to school in that town. Um, and owned a very small taxi business. I remember getting an SBA loan for $50,000 to do that, three uh, cabs in that town. I ran that for about five or six years. Some good years, some bad years. Folks that are listening probably know about that. And uh, at that time, I, I, I ended that business and then joined Frandata in January 2013. At that time as a lender support specialist, but as the needs of the franchise space evolved and lenders with that, I moved into the current role as director lending risk products. And what we do at Frandata, we're the leading research and information company that covers the franchise industry our clients are lenders, franchisors and suppliers. So uh, folks that are selling into either of those two groups and we get a tremendous amount of information flow that comes from franchisors. And I'd love to talk to you today about kind of that whole dynamic of lenders and what folks are, are need to pay attention to in that space.
1: Nice. Um, and, and I guess, you know, kind of start us with with Fran Data. I mean, uh, we, we kind of talked, you know, before we went on the air. Your primary client customer is really the bank. You're you're producing data that um, that allows Correct. the bank to do the research. Uh, so, talk a little bit
2: about what you what you do. Sure, we look at uh, publicly available information primarily. For the folks that are listening, that's a franchise disclosure document. If anyone's thinking about franchising, there's publicly available documents that are required to be disclosed to franchisees called a, a franchise disclosure document. And within that is a ton of performance information about the system, the units. They're entering and they're closing. What are the statuses by which they leave the system? There are some good ways you can leave and some bad ways you can leave. Uh, the unit performance, how the units are actually performing on the ground. So there's actual average unit volumes, and bottom line profitability. And then we also, in, the, in those public documents, get to look at the franchisor financials as well. So the folks that are collecting the royalties and actually running the system, um, how they're performing and what their kind of mindset is and their growth all can come out of that regulatory documents. There's really a lot of information that's out there in the public space and we kind of collect and analyze that and present it mostly to lenders.
1: Let's talk about franchises in general. Um, what are the industry sectors in franchise, if, if there is such a thing, kind yeah. of the, the, the high topics? And then what are the
2: what are the hot uh, segments in franchising right now? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, most of the folks, when we think about franchising, we think about kind of large national food brands, right? Your Burger King, your Wendy's, your McDonald's, and things of that nature. Reality is that franchising is across many, many sections of the industry, the entire economy and large and small and regional brands as well so it's not really all about those national you know food franchise brands um so you think about when you think about food you think about sit-down restaurants and what we call qsr quick service restaurants you can kind of understand the difference there but in this environment non-food has become tremendously attractive think about things like home health care early child development exercise Um, all those different sectors have franchising uh, in them and some of those are are some of the hottest ones right now we're coming out of this pandemic, 2020, 2021, a lot of uh, the activity was focused in the home. So home services were huge exercise. We had a little bit of a shutdown, but that has come back tremendously in 2021. So there's really a lot of opportunity outside of food when you, when you talk about the franchise space. Right. You, you know,
1: one of the things I often conversations I
2: often have with
1: entrepreneurs that come into uh, my office and say, look, I, you know, I'm thinking about starting this particular type of business. Yep. One of the first questions I always ask them, because it, is they're trying to start this whole thing from scratch. And I always say, Is there a franchise out there that sort of does this? Maybe <laughs> yep. it's an easier, quicker way to get involved in it. I mean, is this a good opportunity for an entrepreneur? I mean, t- take your taxi business. Yep. Was, you know, back in those days, if there had been a franchise, was it a good opportunity? Is it a great
2: way for an entrepreneur
1: to get started?
2: One of the wonderful things about franchising is that it is standardized and each unit that you're going to open is looks a lot like the previous unit, right? So there's a tremendous amount of support and training that comes with that franchisor. Now it's not free, right? When you open, a, when you engage with a franchise, you're paying an initial franchise fee. And that's typically between 20,000 to $50,000 upfront. Now, you're getting a lot with that. You're getting a business model, you're getting training, you're getting all the support. And and insofar as you're doing your research and you're finding that that's going to benefit you, then absolutely. Franchising is, is a fantastic way to go. Um, my experience in the taxi business, obviously, there wasn't uh, franchising that was there. But having having an organization or an entity there to help me sidestep some landmines would have been tremendous. I think from an entrepreneur perspective, you got to think, well, am I getting enough value for that, for that initial right. franchise fee spend? If you can say yes, then franchising, I think, is a great option. Right.
1: And so because of what you do at Frandata, help us understand the way the bank thinks with all this. So I walk into a bank. bank, uh, How is the bank
2: really thinking about this franchise? Yeah, it's a great question, too, because what the bank is going to do is they're going to underwrite you as a borrower, and then they're going to underwrite the franchise system. And that's kind of what we tell our lender subscribers where they subscribe to our credit reports is that, hey, you underwrite the borrower, you understand their credit position, their history, their business acumen, and we'll underwrite the franchise brand. And that's a lot of the challenge that the franchisor or the lender is going to have when evaluating your deal. So understanding the performance of the brand that you're getting into, their support for you. We, we just did a session today where we talked about a reacquired and what does that mean? That's when a franchisor comes in and repurchases an underperforming unit. So there's all these types of support that can happen with that. Um, so those are important things to consider as well. Yeah.
1: Okay. Is there any? Um, is there? Is there uh, like in uh, like in digital media? Are there any? Are there any key words? Uh, that we should use when we go talk to a banker about potentially getting involved in a franchise? Is there something we need to hit on?
2: There are bu- there are definitely some buzzwords. The first thing that came into my head when you said that was this idea of post-closing liquidity, right? And what does that mean? That means the kind of cash available that you have to run your business after the, the initial sale and the loan has been closed. That's going to be really important in the franchise space. And there are a lot of SBA lenders that understand that. And if they're going to do a 7A, Uh, loan to you they're going to establish a 7 day working line with that and that's because they have a certain level of experience with the brand and what it takes to run it in year one and year two a lot of these brands as well have ramp up periods where you know your first year you might not see the 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 top line revenue that you're going to see in year two and year three as you start to establish yourself and really get that market presence um so that would be a big one um I think as well, the, they're, they're paying attention to how good of a fit you are for that business itself, right? Are you you know, a past uh, restaurant manager that's opening a food franchise? There's there's kind of a synergy there. There are a lot of franchises that have franchisees that are looking to change careers. So maybe they were in management or accounting or something like that, and they're looking to kind of what they call buy a job in space, right? To kind of change their career through franchising. Um, and understanding that you're a good fit for that brand and, and having those reasons why, and Talking about how you spoke to the franchisor or and those conversations that you have, all that stuff mm-hmm. is gonna make the lender feel much more confident in in you as a borrower.
1: Good advice. So let's same question, different uh, different uh, different individual. How do we talk to the the franchisee? Uh, are there any buzzwords when we're talking just to, to that franchise or? I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when the owner. Yeah. When we're talking to the owner, yep. the franchisor, or yep. what are the buzzwords? What are the questions we need to be asking to really to understand what I'm about
2: ready to get into. Yeah, I think it's especially important if you're, if you're talking about a regional franchisee is you know how many units are already present in my market and how many are growing. Now you may think, hey, wait a minute, I don't want to be in a market that has a lot of competition. But brands that have established themselves in a the market have a presence there, have a, a, a market presence, have advertising that's established, have supply chains already in place. So being the first franchisee in a state or in a market sounds like a good thing. Um, but it may be more difficult for you yeah. um, because, again, you're the one who's proving out that concept in that state. So understand, understand that. Um, and then I would, I would ask them about those questions that we just talked about. What are the support structures that they're going to have in place? Some brands have a, a rescue team that will come in. If you've had you know below average unit volumes, they'll have a management group that will come in, take over operations or assist you for three months, then hand the unit back to you. Um, there, there are a lot of things out there and also looking, you know, we talked about the franchise disclosure document, you can look right in there and it, it's, it's a little bit technical here, but item 20 looks at the opening closed units and just see, do they let units fail with terminations or do they have a history of reacquiring and helping those franchisees? That's really important, mm-hmm. both from the borrower and the lender perspective. That's a great question to ask. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I, I think, uh, you know, you and I, we, we talked about my little franchise story, uh, where yeah. I told you a very successful, savvy, a uh, business owner uh, called us one day and said hey i need some help and i said yeah hey, you know what do you need our help for uh he said well i'm i'm looking at acquiring some franchises and he was very specific he said the franchise uh, is requiring me to create a business plan yep and the franchise uh is requiring me to give them some demographics uh very deep and engaged demographics regarding the potential locations that i'm going to set up these franchises in yep at and um and we were able to help. I mean, we we helped certainly helped him with the business plan, and then we were able to provide some very uh, deep uh, demographic data regarding those um, those locations. Talk about getting ready to go meet that that franchisor and and the resources that that you know that that can that you need when you go. Yeah, that stuff is so
2: critical, and what you guys provide at, at the SBDC is is really important to that. You talked about you know, support for site selection using that demographic information. We were chatting on the side. You know, that's the stuff that we may charge, you know, an entity or a business thousands of dollars to do. You guys have access to that for free through the SBDC. So, you know, getting things like site selection in place, but even more top level, just understanding that business plan, having some pro forma projections in there, you know, maybe looking at, through, through the disclosures, looking at, you know, previous unit performance, then looking at what my projections are, are those realistic, and making sure, have we built in royalty payments? Are we built in the advertising spend that you're gonna have? Are we paying ourselves, right? And that stuff is really, really important when you come down to, to making a successful uh, franchise. And all that stuff is gonna position you a lot better from the brand perspective, um, the, you're going to have you know, a greater opportunity to grow within the concept, the, the opportunity to open more units afterwards if you're a top performing franchisee. And so, yeah, if anyone that's listening to this is you know looking to approach a franchise or, or start down that path, definitely contact your local SBDCs to assist you in that way. Nice. All right. Um,
1: Paul uh, Santamaro serves as the director of lending and risk products at Fran Data. Uh, Paul, really Gosh, it's so informative. I, I love this kind of information. Yeah, uh, because franchises are a great opportunity for an entrepreneur to getting get involved in their
2: own business. Definitely,
1: but they are. There's some. There is some pitfalls, and there are some some uh, sand traps. Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> Look, it's not all easy money.
2: It's not just you know you pick a brand and you get excited about it and you right. put down the money and you know and everything's hunky dory. You really got to do a lot of research. There are a lot of brands out there. We just did a presentation. There's over 2,500 franchise brands active today. And only about 800 of those are the mature concepts, right? That have more than five years, 50 units. So there's a lot of young brands out there that are trying to grow. They're trying to get people excited about their concepts, just make sure that they're a good fit for you, your business acumen, and your current location. Okay. If somebody did want to get in touch with you, uh, Paul, how do they find uh, Frandata? Frandata.com is our main site. Um, now that's a website that has some documentation on it as well. So if you're interested in a the brand, there's FTDs there as well. And my contact information, peaceandtomorrow at frienddata.com. You can always email us, get the information from the website. You know, please right. reach out. We've got a wealth of information. As we were saying before, most of our stuff is aimed at lenders and other entities. Um, but, you know, we do feel calls from everybody. We don't hang up on anyone at friend data. Okay. So we're happy Great. to point you in the right direction.
1: Uh, Paul, really appreciate the information. Great stuff. Uh, appreciate your support of the Flagle Conference. And, uh, and um, you know, thank you for taking time out to be here on Small Biz Florida.
2: You're welcome. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you, Paul.
1: Uh, With that, again, this is Small Biz Florida, and we are coming to you from the annual Flagle Conference, the Florida Association of Government Guaranteed Lenders. It is all about uh, getting access to capital for small business owners and operators here. So stay tuned. There's more to come. This is Small Biz Florida.
0: This has been Small Biz Florida.